Welcome to the That's Shy podcast today with Ethan and Jacob. Welcome to the world of social media. Well, you're already here and you've been here for a long time. But today <laughs> we're gonna g discuss it in a bit more detail because, like, yesterday Jacob told me some fucked up shit about social media. So stay woke, kids. I want to start off that uh, I'm a very active social media user. Like, it started out when I was like, I don't know, 10. I used to go on these random message boards that weren't really huge, but still was like social media in a way. Unicorn.org. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and um, then afterwards came Facebook, but I hated Facebook, so I deleted it. Then after that came my wonderful Tumblr phase, which I am not proud of. And now I'm pretty much on Twitter all the time. Reddit? Not much. So, no. so maybe it's interesting to start off to like say on what type of platforms you are today. Yeah. And on w or which platforms you used to be. I think this is also interesting. Like, yeah. Yeah, well... Mostly Facebook, I deleted because, first of all, I hated everyone on it. Because yeah. <laughs> you just add yeah. people you know, but not really the people you like. And Tumblr is just a catastrophe. <laughs> I don't know really what you do on Tumblr. Maybe you could, like... It, like, yeah, on Tumblr, it's just, like, you have a blog, you can post pictures, you can post huge text posts. Like, there is no character limit. And people use that opportunity to write, like, whole essays. And, like, there also, like, the social justice movement was really big on there. Yeah. And in the beginning phase, I could, like, respect it because I was, like, learning new things I didn't think about before, like, about racism or sexism. But then it kind of escalated really badly and you got sent death threats if you used the word stupid because that's ableist and you're a shitty person and should die. So that's when I finally kind of felt disconnected from the whole community. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So I switched to Twitter, which is just like that's where the depressed people, <laughs> millennial depressed people go. And politicians. Yeah. Yeah, like, Twitter is weird because everyone is on there, but I still feel like the general sense of humor is the same. It's, like, mostly jokes about wanting to die. <laughs> so, yeah, but I like Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So, just one question, because I know you're also on there, YouTube, for you, social network or not. Well, it's not really... For me, it is one. I get what you... Yeah, but I mean, I don't have, like, YouTube friends. Yeah, I, I see. I don't it's connect. not about friends. No. Yeah. yeah, but it's entertainment. So, yeah, I'm also very active watching <laughs> YouTube videos. Okay. Well, I was basically on a lot of social networks, but not really active on them. Like, <laughs> definitely I was on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I have been on Twitter... 
I'm not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I have had Snapchat. Oh um, yeah, I still do, but I, I never deleted Snapchat. I was on Instagram. I'm still sort of on Instagram, but I don't really use it anymore. And I still watch YouTube. Like also Reddit. Oh, what I what what, what was my favorite social platform? I'd say is Vine. <laughs> I loved Vine. I I remember like I had back then with Alex. <laughs> We had like a wine battle on there. Oh God! <laughs> and it was—I think it was really funny. It, like it was simple, it was stupid, and it was exactly what a social network used or, or was supposed to be. But today, I think you can download TikTok. <laughs> That's like the new thing. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah. So why did you leave like Tumblr just because it got too crazy? Yeah, like the people are not good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. usually either I delete something because I don't like the people on it and I just sense that the community sucks yeah. or I just forget about it because I never use it anyway. Like, that's what happened with my Snapchat and Instagram. It's just eventually yeah, exactly. I was like, who cares? Yeah. And how much time do you spend? I actually... There's this cool <laughs> app on your iPhone that, like, is screen time or something, yeah. and I checked it today, and, like, right now, no, back when I checked it, it was 2 p.m., and I already had four hours of screen time, so, yeah. Like, screen time on social networks? No, not just social networks. Like, I also used it for research and for gaming. But, but so what would you estimate, like... <laughs> Three to I, four hours a day. Or yeah, probably. Social network. Just social networks, yeah. Okay. And like total, it's probably like eight hours. I don't know. I'm I'm a mess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you're average. I, I think I'm above average. I'm not that sure. Okay. <laughs> because well, like, that would make I, me I've feel better. I've seen research before where like people on Instagram, like they spend like two hours on Instagram a day. I, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Like, within two hours on Instagram. It just keeps Or where there is the time to do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's... That's my other, like, yeah. You just squeeze it in, like, across the day. Yeah. If you have, like, a 15-minute break, then you just use the entire 15 minutes. And is it interesting? I I think Instagram isn't interesting. Okay. (laughs) But, like, on Twitter, when there's, like, humor and stuff... And like then there's a link and you go to a different website and then you're on that website. Like it's easy to get lost sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> or then you click on the post and then you read the replies and then like two people are completely Bashing. Yeah. <laughs> trying to kill each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. So maybe I think what also would be interesting, like I would definitely consider myself that I watch a lot of YouTube, I'd say that. But on the other side, I don't, I wouldn't say like I quit in, uh, like I quit social media because I'm like one of the quitters. I think this is in today, like to quit social media completely. Okay. But like I, I use WhatsApp to communicate. This is just normal in Switzerland. Yeah, but I think that's not social media. Well, for me, it's a part of it. But then you could easily like, just delete WhatsApp and use, like, the messaging function of your phone. Yeah, but that costs you money. No, it doesn't. If you use Wi-Fi. 
Well, you have an iPhone and you oh. use iMessage. Yes. Oh. But if you would like to contact me, you would need to send me an SMS. Yeah, okay, but that's like messed up. So I no, don't... No, but I think it's it's part of it. I mean, okay. and every group chat on WhatsApp sort of goes into the direction of social media. Yeah, okay, but there's a big difference. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> like the group chats with my friends, then you just really send the necessary messages. Like maybe we have this... Oh my god, it's such... <laughs> we have this big family group chat with like the entire extended family of my dad's part of the family and like my aunt just keeps sending like life updates like i'm in sweden now and then she sends a nice picture and we're all like this isn't facebook but yeah there's so you're commenting on her no i don't i okay. ignore it i, <laughs> I leave luckily her on you red. don't do that yeah but yeah, I think mostly WhatsApp wouldn't count as social media. Yeah, th this is where I disagree. And I think we're going to disagree today a lot. Okay, because great. I, I think you're... I think the difference between the two of us is like, you look at social media, like you spend so much time on there. It's just your normal... The normal place to be. And I me, wouldn't go that far, but, but it's I mean, a part of my life. But I mean, if you spend four hours a day there, yeah. it feels really normal. Yeah, okay. And I would say, like, for me, I think it's still odd when I see, like, people, like, living their Instagram life. I see that there are some things on there that I really appreciate about social media and being able to connect. And you definitely can learn a lot of things. I mean, Reddit is a cool platform in my eyes. But I think there is a difference between the two of us. Okay. So maybe let's bring in the video. Sure. The fucked up video. Yeah. So once again, I think we already had once a video of Cult Fusion, or we were talking about one. That was like the, the robot. robot. Yeah. yeah. And so he posted another video, sort of about Facebook. But it wasn't really the part about Facebook that I thought was that interesting. It was the part, well, they're, they're like, there is one video within the video that basically shows people filming someone drowning. And they were, like, laughing yeah. at him. And while... filming in and posting yeah. it. And just simply, it's horrible to see that. It, like, really, you see someone dying. Yeah. That, like, it seriously messed me up. It's like if they would be commenting on the video, but they're actually yeah, there. Yeah, they could have done something. That's what messes me up. Like, they're not only just... If it was, like, a rescue scene, they would film someone rescuing the drowning yeah, man then i'm like okay you could have helped but fine <laughs> film it if you want but they're just not doing anything and the man just simply dies because they didn't do anything yeah so yeah and then there is the other part within the video that is all about how social media seems to be affecting empathy or like how we or the brain area that is responsible for empathy yeah maybe to go into more detail it just says like uh, before like in the olden times uh, we used to daydream a lot more because if we were commuting and walking somewhere we didn't even have a phone so our thoughts were just like thinking about shit yeah and that's like the time when our brain deals with empathy and stuff because they reflect like other people and stuff and now that we have phones, 
that whole aspect is gone and now we don't think as much anymore and we're just on our phones. So I consider myself a daydreamer. I daydream all the time. It's like something that I just do. I still do that. And I do it like really a lot. Okay. I reflect on myself a lot. That's good. So I, I, I see there is like a big, big disconnect for me to like associating with the topic that was within the video, but... Nevertheless, I see a lot of people on social media using it really, really intensively and spending a lot of time on there. And so, yeah, it has an effect. Yeah. I just want to say, like, even though I use, like, a lot of time or waste a lot of time <laughs> on my phone, I I still also waste a lot of time daydreaming. Like, I'm just a professional procrastinator. I <laughs> I will just Who either isn't? be on my phone or just thinking about random shit, but yeah. I'm most certainly not doing what I'm supposed to do. So I guess maybe that's why I also couldn't really see how severe social media really is. And it almost sounds like propaganda to me because I just can't see myself also being less empathetic than like other people. The way that I would describe it, and I actually recently like sort of like realized this with myself is that, I mean, I wouldn't only say it's social media, but social media could be a part of it. Like when I watch a YouTube video, I completely disconnect from the world around me. Yeah. And I think it's that part. Yeah. And on the one side, it's a good thing because it's it's basically like getting drunk or getting stoned or whatever, because you, you're just for yourself and you don't need to think too intensively about anything. But on the other side, the more you do that, the more you lose any relation with the real world. Yeah, and you're less introspective. Yeah. Yeah. And also outro perspective. (laughs) I'm not sure what the... (laughs) But yeah, I get what you mean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't see yourself actually, or you don't feel like you have less empathy. Not really like it depends on the subject but if you like see people commenting online about killing other people and like about like something that is just simply ridiculous do you think that is part of this yeah i definitely think like the whole online death threat thing that's That's crazy it's crazy but also at the same time i think telling someone via text that they should kill themselves just is less connected to reality than telling someone in person. And I think that exactly the sad part about it. Yeah, but still, I think that person wouldn't tell someone else in person that they should kill themselves. But exactly this is my problem with social media, sort of. Because we... First of all, I think definitely a lot of people sort of create a picture of themselves online. Yeah. Which is completely different from their reality. Like an ideal person. Yeah, or just a better version. Yeah. And on the one side, I mean, it's totally fair to do that. I think I have done this on social media before. I think it's sort of normal because... Yeah, you don't post the shitty parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't post like, I'm depressed today, I'm going to kill myself on there. Or just, I look here, have a selfie of me looking like shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
that's sort of my issue with with it in general. If as soon as people start to live their lives more and more to be able to post something and you basically live the life for the feedback of others. Mm -hmm. And I for myself need to say like, I think it's simply sad, especially when you like don't get any feedback, which is possible. So which is really destroying yourself. Yeah. And on the other side, at one point, your life might like break apart or like, I don't know what happened, but to something bad happens and you're realizing that this image that you were living on there has nothing at all to do with your real life. Yeah. And this is sort of the, the danger that I see. Like that you have a false sense of self? Yeah. Okay. And also, I mean, I'm really sorry to say fake news in our podcast because I don't want to say I hate this fucking word, fake news. But <laughs> it's like, it's it's not only yourself, it's also the world around you. Yeah. Because I, I sometimes I just, I want to say it and then we kind of move on, but I don't know why media, for example, still keeps covering tweets of Donald Trump. Because as you said before, th there is a big difference between texting something and standing out in front of a crowd and actually saying something into Great, their fucking he also face. also does say stupid shit I'm in not saying that life. he doesn't. Yeah. But like people still look at social media as like a, a real source. And yeah. for me, if you haven't realized that social media is a piece of crap. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it should be taken as seriously as it is. Exactly. I agree. Let us take a break. While Ethan is finishing his tea, I like to sort of get back into our topic with a bit of story time. Like in my experience with social media, it's like, I think I was like 13 or 14 years old. And so last week, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Little Jacob, no. Um, and, and. We talked about YouTube before, and this is sort of why I say YouTube is totally going into the direction of social media. I was watching a lot, and by that I mean like hours of Let's Plays a day. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Like at that age. And one day I realized one thing with which completely changed the way that I look today at Let's Plays, which also scared me to death, which is that I started realizing that I was watching Let's Plays to sort of compensate for communication that I had in my life or that didn't exist in my life. Within a lot of Let's Plays, sometimes there is only one person playing, but also a lot of times there are like several person within voice chat and everything and playing together. Yeah. It feels like you're part of a communication. Like you have a friend or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Especially like even if it's like just one player playing, he talks directly to you or he like says we are now going to do this and everything and you feel included in this but it's actually not it's there there isn't a we there is a dude playing in front of his computer game and you're just watching like you know he exists but he has no idea who you exactly. are exactly yeah and or she <laughs> i think especially on like just as a, like a young teenager realizing that it 
it really changed the way that I, I today look at social media because I realized, first of all, I was addicted. And I also think that it created an image that I was socially like totally integrated or I felt integrated, but I wasn't at all. And I think it's horrible. Yeah. But at the same time, like what else would have you done other than watching Let's Plays? Like doing something with real humans. Oh, uh-huh. okay. I mean, you know, so you it had sounds the so ridiculous when your mother tells you, put away your device and like go out and meet friends or go out and play football. But I mean, I'm totally aware of that more and more of the younger generations, they're not going to play football anymore. They're just going to play the iPad. And that's worrying for me because I mean, everybody that has a phone today has access to YouTube. They are watching Let's Plays. And I know from my own experience that Let's Plays, for example, they are not even saying that they're bad content, but like most parents, they had no idea that you were watching this. Mm-hmm. And also knowing now how I felt watching these Let's Plays, it completely shifts my opinion. Yeah. Like I have two things to say to that. First of all, like, yeah, I see the problem when it's like a kid could go out and play, but it doesn't because it rather watch YouTube videos. But I think you there's also like a need to consider like kids who just simply don't have any friends to but play with. That's an illusion. Like if you're bullied at school and you yeah, literally that's true, don't but, have but any I mean, friends. Yeah, okay. I mean there are definitely exceptions. Yeah. But I mean I was bullied at school also. Like in some situations and the fact that children or teenagers are turning towards like a platform to get their share or their part of the communication that they need on a daily basis that is not with their parents yeah. is sad. And I also go as far as saying it's dangerous. I agree, yeah. Because it's not it's not going to replace the way that you communicate in real life. It what, what it does, and this is, I mean, it's like porn just for communication. It replaces... A Pretty part much. in your life that you need, that you desperately need. Yeah. And so, also... Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, like, I, I see your point when they're, like, children that don't want to or that don't have any friends. But just saying, well, then it's fine to do that. It's not going to solve the issue at all. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, maybe it is exactly because of that that they don't have friends. In some cases, maybe, yeah. Because their communication skills are just worse, and that's a, that's true. But I think I mean bullied. No, no, I'm not, not necessarily existed. talking about like bullied children. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. In that case, I agree. And by the way, social media is horrible yeah. for bullying <laughs> children. Like really, oh really God. bad. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, that also kind of connects. Well, what you previously said to what I want to say next. <laughs> it's that. Nowadays, people just put their children in front of an iPad or whatever, put on some YouTube video, and then let the autoplay thing just keep going. And, like, that's children's TV now. And there's, like, so many weird, weird fucked up children's channels on YouTube. And I just wonder, like, how the fuck are these kids going to end up if they spend like five hours a day watching that instead of like what I used to watch or just play outside. So, but on the other side, I mean, television, 
Was it that different? Definitely, yeah, because it... I mean, I watched stuff like, I don't know, Kleine Einsteins, like Little Einsteins, it's called, or stuff like, it had like some educational value sometimes. Do you know, like, Disney Wonder House or something? Yeah, make, yeah something Mickey like Mickey Mouse that. Wonder House? Something have like that. Have you ever seen that? I don't think, no. Like, the memory that I have <laughs> mostly connected is like in Bolivia, like far, far away in the countryside. There was like this this house, and in the middle of the house there was a TV, running like the Spanish version of Mickey Mouse Wonder House all day long, and like two children sitting in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. That's not better. If you watch, if you have ever watched Mickey Mouse Wonder House, it's horrible. Okay. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's torture. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But still, like, there's. I see these- your point. Like, they're not even professionally made yeah. by people who know stuff about children. They're just made by random people. And that also people. could be made responsible for, like, the stuff that they're putting out there. Yeah, exactly. So, I do think there's a bit of a difference. But I think the the more important step comes with the fact that more and more children have internet connections with their phones. And, like, at a way, way earlier age. Yeah. Which is... Which, in other words, means that their parents, most of the time, have no idea what their children are doing on their phones. And this is where I think the social media, like every possible aspect, but also YouTube and all the addiction thing comes in. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, every four-year-old is, like, addicted to watching TV or... Because it's the coolest thing you can do. Yeah. I mean, I used to, like, religiously watch Spongebob. <laughs> so I I do get that. But also what messes me up, again, about the social media thing is if, like, young people, like, already 10-year-olds, or I don't know, even younger probably, have access to social media and see all these perfect people posting about, about their perfect lives yeah. with their perfect faces and perfect bodies, then... I've already, like, seen, like, 11-year-old girls feeling the need to wear tons of makeup. And, like, they almost look like tiny adults. It's, like, so fucked up that they already feel the need to live up to some beauty standard. When, like, I think 20 or even 10 years ago, kids didn't really care about looking good until they were in puberty. Well, they looked as well at the Bravo magazine. Like... Yeah, but the people just weren't hot. <laughs> Have you seen? No, for for two, 2006 standards, these people were maybe hot. Okay, but still they weren't like wearing full, what's it called? I Concealer. mean, people had always like their biggest idols that like poster of these on their wall. Of course, but still like you knew they are idols. They're not everyday no, an people. Eight, an eight-year-old kid still wants to be a princess, and it's it's doesn't <laughs> but matter. But they don't walk enough. around like a princess. But nowadays, these kids walk around like they want to be an Instagram influencer. <laughs> like <laughs> this sounds so good. <laughs> I know, it like sounds, an eleven-year-old Instagram influencer. I, I mean, did you see Lil Tay or that stuff? Like it's happening. There's like already tiny kids acting like they're big shots just to say that i mean kids still do the same thing as their parents yeah so maybe their parents are instagram influencer I doubt. and definitely if like they have a 
three-year-old child, this child also will have an Instagram page that is like... Yeah, that's so fucked up. I'm just saying, like, I, I think, especially with children, it has a lot to do with the way that adults portray themselves and, and how they go on with social media. Yeah. The thing is, I think it's very difficult to, like, stop it at this stage because by now, like, every 10-year-old kid has an iPhone and social media and then if there is one kid with good parents that doesn't allow the kid, then eventually the kid says, but mom, everyone else has it. Yeah. Please, can I finally... And then they give For in. Sure. So... I don't know how to even stop it because by now it's just a peer pressure thing and everyone has to do it. But I think what's happening already is that there is a, especially like with, I think with our generation as well, that there is a bigger awareness. Like the fact that we're talking about social media the way that we're talking about it right now just shows me that there is some kind of awareness about it out there. But we're also aware about stuff that doesn't even exist, so... Yeah, we're talking about androids and cloning. So, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm nevertheless saying that I think there is. I mean, even Facebook or like Google and iPhone both in their newest um, software updates for Android and iOS, they start to include apps that let you monitor the amount of time you spend on an individual app. Yeah, I saw that today. So. That's just one step into the direction of saying, you know, you have passed your, like, two hours of Instagram, so maybe it's time to go back and join the real world. Maybe stop being a fucking loser. (laughs) But the thing that I would like to talk a bit more about is you are still using social media really intensively. Yeah. So what are you using it for? What's the purpose in your life of social media? Like, there's many different aspects to it. First of all, I just have, like, a few friends, like, online friends that I can pretty much only talk to via Twitter. So if I deleted Twitter, then I would have no way to communicate with them. Like, I guess I could ask them for their phone numbers or something, but I don't want to be creepy. But, yeah, stuff like that. And then there's also... I'm just aware that nowadays having a lot of followers can also like literally get you money because if you have enough followers then you can get like sponsored by people so i'm just keeping (laughs) that open and also because i'm like follow the that tries podcast (laughs) (laughs) pretty much but no because i'm also like working on a video game i want to build a platform where i know in the future i can then promote that game so it's almost kind of business yeah, business I look, sense. I look at social media sometimes as well. It's just simply like checking out business opportunities and like yeah. people that are involved with it. Yeah. I mean, there's LinkedIn and stuff like that. Oh, so. I hate LinkedIn. I never used it. But yeah, it's like there's different aspects to it. And I wouldn't say I'm like someone who like lives for social media. Like, I don't think about, oh, how can I turn this life event into a viral tweet or something? But it's just like... Not yet. Not yet, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get there. Maybe someday. In that video we watched, they also said that the creators of Facebook, like, willingly made something 
that would make people addicted to it and it would exploit vulnerable people and they were aware that it would do that and I just think that's kind of messed up and also I'm aware I'm one of those people that gets addicted really easily to stuff you know the issue that I have with this statement is basically that platforms like Netflix Spotify etc etc they are also exactly made for that YouTube as well Generally, the whole internet tries to get you back in whatever way possible because there's so much competition out there that this is basically the value is not what you do on social media, how many times do you come back and like check it out and what's going on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. In the video, they really described it as Facebook, for example, was designed to create sort of a need for you to come back. And I need to admit, it's not that surprising to me. Yeah. I'm not even sure whether you could blame Facebook for doing that. Because they're, I mean, like cigarettes are made for the same thing. Yeah. I think cigarettes are even worse, probably. Well, that's the question. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I mean, I would call social media cancer, but at least it doesn't give you cancer. Yeah. So that's that additionally i think my issue with with it is i mean i've experienced i've tried out to like watch less youtube videos and i also try to just do a bit more different things than that but it's really challenging because a lot of times in situations that you don't even anticipate to like go on youtube you actually go on youtube (laughs) like for example for this podcast like sometimes we check out a video and from one second to the other we're on youtube or like when I'm working. Suddenly you're on YouTube. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm working right now a lot with music. And so sometimes I need to simply check something out on YouTube. And, oh, there, you're on the platform Oopsie. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that. So that's, I think this is challenging, especially with, with your phone in your pocket. I mean, I have, and I think this is, if you want to get rid of social media, this is the beginning is like, don't allow social networks to send you any notifications. Because this is what, like, this is this is my fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, against every platform sending me their notifications or emails, even worse. But... I have, like, 6,000 unread emails. And <laughs> Holy shit. I know. <laughs> There's, like, all my spam email accounts I made when I was nine and signed up, and now <laughs> they keep sending me shit. But, yeah. So... Would you like to reduce your the amount years of time you're spending on social media? <laughs> Not necessarily, because I do think I'm getting enough enjoyment out of it that it's worth it. Like, I'm not one of those people that uses social media and then afterwards feels depressed because they think, oh, my life is so shitty compared to everyone else's. Like, I think either I have a thick skin or I just follow the right people. But yeah, it doesn't affect me in that much of a negative way other than it steals my time. (laughs) So yeah, I wouldn't reduce it too much. So I think this is sort of the end of this episode. It's the end of everything. I just want to say like something that a social network that I use that I don't really want it to use, but it's sort of where we are more and more forced to use social networks is Strava or Anchor. (laughs) But Anchor is not a social network. I know. It's it's publishing. I know. But Strava is like a sports app. So just to like, 
to get all my measurements for how far I'm running, okay. I use this app. And it automatically posts it into sort of a feed. I mean, I have no friends on there. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but I just want to say, like, more and more, like, if you just want to, like, get a recipe to cook something, you're suddenly on a social network for, like, cooking. <laughs> I think this is weird. Like, I don't want to every that everything is a social network. And I don't need to connect with other people that are, like, cooking a tomato sauce, right? It's like... <laughs> you don't? <laughs> it adds up no value, right? So, yeah. So please, please give us the opportunity to maybe use social networks a bit less. Who are you directing that to? I don't know, like <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, the Zuck. Yeah. So that was it for the That's Shy Sim podcast of this week. Yeah. See you next week. Mm-hmm.